Welcome to Abide's Daily Christian Meditations. I'm Tyler Boss. Today's meditation is sponsored by FaithfulCounseling.com, where you can get mental, emotional, and spiritual help from a therapist who shares your Christian values. Go to FaithfulCounseling.com abide and receive 10% off your first month. And don't forget, if you're enjoying these meditations, subscribe to this podcast and tell us what you think. Now, find your place of peace as we meditate and abide in Christ. Jesus loves you. Jesus still loves you. You know that. But consider whether you sometimes take that love for granted. The three verses found in John 3:16 through 18 are a beautiful chorus. We all know John 3:16 as it tells you and I about the depth of God's love. Well, John 3:17 reminds you and I that Jesus did not come to judge us but to save us. But then John 3:18 it ends reminding us that there is no judgment against anyone who believes in him. But anyone who does not believe in him has already been judged for not believing in God's one and only Son. So before you and I pray together, consider that. Unbelief is the most grave insult to the divine majesty of God. Neglecting, slighting, and despising the salvation which the infinite mercy of God has given you and I, in what ways might you be taking the shocking love of Christ for granted? Well, join me as we meditate, reflect, and pray about indescribable, shocking love of Jesus from John chapter 3, verse 18. But before we begin, please join me in a brief opening prayer. Dear Lord God, I believe. Thanks to you, I believe. You have given me the faith to believe. Now please give me the faith to not feel condemned, judged, or thrown aside. The world treats me that way. You don't. I know you don't. But I often approach your throne that way, feeling condemned. So please, from the same gift of faith that you gave me to believe in you, give me now to feel forgiven and loved by you. And it's in the name of Jesus that I pray. Amen. So when you're ready today, let's begin by settling in and just relaxing for a moment. Just become silent and present before God. Find a bit of margin or emptiness in your life to just become still. And I want you today, as you close your eyes, to imagine yourself being before his throne, posturing yourself before his throne. How does that feel? How does that look for you? Are you kneeling, standing, bowing, arms stretched wide? How do you respond when you are before him? Well, today is about forgiveness in his presence. So take several slow, deep, cleansing breaths as you softly close your eyes and keep them closed for the duration of our time together. Settle into this sacred space with God. 
Do you feel judged or condemned by the world ever? Maybe by yourself? But for what? Confess anything that might be keeping you from believing in His forgiveness, any sin or doubt or shame, anything that you need to bring before Him now. Confess it. And remember that God is a God of grace and love and mercy and forgiveness. God is a loving God, the God of forgiveness and mercy. As you ponder that, be still for a moment, and in silence, let the Spirit guide your thoughts and take careful notice of whatever captures your attention from John chapter 3, verse 18. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. What word stood out to you? A new word, a fresh word. Listen again carefully to that passage. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. So which word did you center on? I want you to be still and be silent here and notice that word. Repeat it to him several times and let the repetition of that word be your prayer to God. Which part of the passage most touched your soul today? A few moments ago, I asked whether you feel judged or condemned by the world ever. And maybe even you feel judged by yourself. But for what? You took a few moments to reflect, and I want you to stay there a bit longer. Face what you feel judged for. Face those that judge you. But just be still in the presence of God in his throne room as he rescues you from your feelings of judgment. With eyes still closed, listen again. And what does this passage mean for you today? Listen carefully to John chapter 3, verse 18 from the Amplified Version. Whoever believes and has decided to trust in him as personal Savior and Lord is not judged. For this one, there is no judgment, no rejection, no condemnation. 
But the one who does not believe and has decided to reject him as personal Savior and Lord is judged already. That one has been convicted and sentenced because he has not believed and trusted in the name of the one and only begotten Son of God, the one who is truly unique, the only one of his kind, the one who alone can save him. Did you hear the same words or thoughts or phrases or something new? Center on that again, deeper, and connect to it personally now in silence before God. Right in the middle of the passage, it mentions that the one who does not believe in Jesus as their Savior will be judged. Well, that much you know. That makes sense. But that's not you. Let's keep this about you today. As it said, you do believe. You have decided to trust in Jesus. Jesus is your personal Savior. Jesus is your Lord. So what does that mean for you and your sin, your eternity? Be still and listen to this. You are not judged. For you, there is no judgment. For you, my friend, there is no rejection. For you, my beloved, there is no condemnation. Take time now in this margin and stillness and quiet and reflect on this truth in prayer. John chapter 3 verse 18 in the message is really interesting. It says God didn't go to all the trouble of sending his son merely to point an accusing finger telling you how bad you are. He came to help, to put you right again. When you trust in Jesus, you are acquitted. The legal definition of acquitted is to be made free from a criminal charge by a verdict of not guilty. Imagine that. Standing before the throne of God, you are painfully aware of the evidence against you. The gavel drops. And then you hear these words. Because of my son, I declare you free, forgiven, absolved, vindicated, and cleared. Take time now, in this stillness, to look at Him. Look at God. No comment, no defense, only silence 
and stillness. Accept the decision of God deep into your soul. Listen one and final time as I read and you reflect on John chapter 3, verse 18. No one who has faith in God's Son will be condemned, but everyone who doesn't have faith in Him has already been condemned for not having faith in God's only Son. What is your response to this passage, your feelings or new insights? Do you ever notice how we so often look for the assurance of our salvation in so many of the wrong places? You might confuse evidence of salvation with assurance of salvation. Things like your good deeds or time spent reading the Bible or prayer or church attendance. All good evidence, but not connected to your salvation. Your salvation is by God's free grace gift to you by faith in his son everything else is evidence of that so pause here consider the evidence of your salvation have fun here let your mind wander through all of the signs and evidences of your salvation and take all the time you need pause the app God is in no rush He loves hearing this prayer. Join me now in a time of closing prayer. Dear Divine Majestic God, I confess that even though I am well aware of the gift of salvation that you offer me by your grace, I neglect thanking you, worshiping you, and praising you for your mercy. Let me remember the truth and never take for granted that whoever believes and has decided to trust in you and your Son Jesus Christ as their personal Savior is not judged so for me there is no judgment no rejection no condemnation for those who do not believe and have decided to reject Christ as personal Savior and Lord that person is judged already they have been convicted and sentenced because they have not believed and trusted in the name of the one and only begotten Son of God the one who is truly unique the only one of his kind, the one who alone can save. So, dear Lord God, please never let me forget to be in awe and wonder of this truth. And never let me be without the courage to share it with those that don't yet know. And I pray this prayer of thanksgiving in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. So, slowly start to open your eyes and let the world seep 
back in, but before you rush off too quickly, stay here for as long as you can and reflect on the difference between evidence and assurance. And as you strive today to realize the assurance of your eternal life, I hope it brings you into a place of peace that lasts all throughout your day as you continue to meditate, reflect, pray, and abide in Christ.